Do 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 show episode number 104 <laughs> I'm is that correct <laughs> is that correct six that i is believe correct. <laughs> episode 104 i am parlance and i'm fresher Feel we still didn't to... get the sound i mean stuff to work right but whatevs we're here talking about stuff we got You're stuff listening. to talk about. Yep. So, Fresher, you had a barbecue last weekend. I did. Oh, yeah. I did have a barbecue. It was, it was cool. I Thanks think for it coming. Was, I think it was a really good party. I think it was a pretty good party. Partying. Woo! I mean... You had a rock star. You had a... We did, you yeah. Had... He's gonna, he's, you said that he was going to come on the show, right? It's true. I have his. Fo- I have his phone number. I texted him. You texted him? Yeah. When, well, when he was there, and uh, he said he would do the show. Don't want to spoil it, but I'll give you a hint. You're not, oh, it's, you're not, you're not going to spoil it. Hmm? He's a drummer. He's a drummer. So anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, yeah. You had a great party. I thought it was probably your best party you've, I've ever been to that you've thrown. That's thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Don't I don't really have a shindigs that often. I usually don't set it up, but yeah, it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was a really nice day. People hanging out. It was it was a successful outside to hang out. It was almost too hot. It was it was a little little hot. Um, anything else going on? Um, you i can't remember i was going to ask you ahead of time but you also had opened a that box oh yeah i don't know that's true we were going to do that like unboxing but we didn't end up doing it but that was also yeah. fun yeah so i had a box that was sent to me i be by my dad but when as he was moving out of his house he was just getting rid of some stuff he sold, I think, all of my expensive toys. So he's like, this is all I have left. And he sent it to me. And I thought for sure it was just going to be garbage or whatever. Like, whatever. Just the random stuff he couldn't sell. And so I opened it up and it was like, I don't know. What would you say? Probably 25 unopened A New Hope. Yeah. Like the 1994 Kenner toys. Plus some Spawn figures. Yeah, just it was a whole just bunch a bunch of, of like, collectibles. But like... For collecting. I feel like it, usually it's like you have them just because they're toys and like, you know, oh, I used to play with this or whatever. But they were totally like collectibles for collecting. <laughs> well, it was, I was well into my teens, I think, when that came out. So yeah. I, think, I think I worked at Kmart at the time. So I, I would just either pull them off the shelf immediately or out of the boxes in the back. Yeah, it's, that's pretty awesome. Well, I was, I was impressed with the, with the haul. It would have been cool if we had done an unboxing because you were surprised as you were doing it, but we didn't think of it till like halfway through. And it's like, oh, we should have done an unboxing. <laughs> it's true. We should have. I'm looking. I'm trying to find any of the, um, 
these were the Kenner Power of the Force figures. Uh, they're not like very rare anymore, I don't think. But like the ones that I have are the 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 kind of rarer with the longer lightsabers. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, the longer lightsabers. That's a big factor. It is a big <laughs> factor. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I've I don't know what to do with them. Honestly, I was I know, just right? op- opening them up. I don't. What does it matter? Because I don't know. Let me see. Power of the Force. 1995 yeah i don't know i'm looking on ebay eight nine bucks for some of them but these are not the let's see long light but it's like more than you got it for so i mean that's cool probably though with inflation it's probably the same exact price oh yeah mm, yeah. yeah i guess that's true no i think inflation is not like 50 percent. i don't know I'm not sure but uh yeah, let's I see here but i'm looking but at the fun Cause, Ten uh, bucks for a long lightsaber one. But um, also this week, I had read on a blog, and I was uh, pleasantly surprised that Reach Now, which is the car share service similar to Cardigo for people who are from Seattle, where it's just um, they have cars spread out across the city, and you get a member card, and then like you can just walk up to one of these cars and like. Uh, tap your card on the windshield and it like unlocks and then you can just drive it wherever you want and then you can park it just leave it wherever in inside the zone so they the zone used to be because it opened maybe um six months ago ish it's the first one so this one's run by bmw and so all of the cars are either bmw like i don't know whatever the lowest normal sporty model is or they have all of the different kinds of mini coopers like the four doors, the two doors, and the Clubmans, which are new. And they have the BMW Eyes, which are the electric BMWs. And they have maybe like three or 400 of them. And they have the logo on the side. But you can just go up and like drive them, which is way better than Cardigo, which is a smart, just smart cars, which are stupid. Smart cars are the worst. But they extended it so it covers my house as the zone now. So I can actually like drive it all the way back to my house and leave it at my house. So I've been using that a lot more since last week when they extended it, and it's pretty cool because it's like you're driving like a real car that's like nice, and they're four doors, so you can because with smart cars you can only ever fit two people in, which is like way not practical, but it's pretty cool, and it's forty cents a minute, which I think is pretty cheap. So most rides like to downtown or like anywhere that you want to go in the immediate vicinity is like less than ten dollars, so it's cheaper than Uber too, and it's a nicer car. And you get to drive. I've only seen the electric ones around. I haven't seen any of the other BMWs around. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm pretty pumped. I drove one home today. I actually drove a car to go to get one of the BMWs and switched like share cars because the BMW ones are way cooler. <laughs> I can't believe what you just said right now. Could you drove a share car to another share car because you like the other share? Because car? there wasn't one close enough. It would have been like a farther walk. Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that's the fact that you, that's ridiculous. You should never have admitted that to anybody ever. I wanted to I, I had It was one of the different kinds of BMWs that I hadn't driven yet. And so like I wanted to drive the BMW one and then I kind of drove around a little bit more just to drive it. <laughs> Take it to the supermarket. Yeah. I mean we drove like um, when we got some of the minis we just drive around like Washington. It's just take a cruise. They're nice cars. They got sunroofs and stuff. 
heated seats. I mean, they're like nice cars. So uh, you like the Mini a lot, huh? The Mini, it's like, it's okay. I mean, the BMWs are way nicer, but I mean, I was, yeah. I was looking at Minis for a new car to get to, and like, um, they're okay. I mean, they're way cheaper than I, I thought they were more expensive in general, but they're not actually that expensive compared to other SUV type cars, crossovers. They're just a little bit tiny, hence the name Mini Cooper. But they're not even like that small right now. I mean, they have, it's the four door one, which is also dumb because they're not even small anymore. Like they're kind of dumb overall as a car, but it's just a style thing, like a Volkswagen Bug or something. You know, they call it the Mini Cooper, but is there just like a Cooper? Uh, I, th- I thought that was like the brand. What do you or mean? The, the Cooper was the model, and Mini was the company. Oh, really? But then BMW bought Mini. Interesting. So there's no so other the other minis? one is a Mini Clubman. That's the other model that they have. It's not a Mini Cooper Clubman. It's a Mini Clubman. What do they sell those still or no? Yeah, I mean they they have brand new models for this year. All of the ones mini- that you have for the share cars are 2016 models. Apparently, it's a Mini Cooper Clubman. Is it? Yeah. Did you just look it up? I did. I th- I was pretty sure that Cooper was the. No, nope, it says Mini Cooper Clubman. So Mini Cooper, I guess, is the brand then. So then I don't know what the other Mini Cooper's called. What does it just not have a name? There's also a Mini Countryman. Is that the normal one? Uh, I don't know. It's just the Mini Countryman. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I, you may be right because it looks like very. They all look very similar. But when I did typed in Mini Clubbin, Google said Mini Cooper Clubbin. Yeah, it's called the. Um, I mean, on their website, it just says the Mini Hardtop, Mini Countryman, Mini Clubman, Mini Convertible, Mini Paceman, and Mini John Cooper Works. But I guess I'm not. I don't know how the name. Anyways, driving them around, it's pretty fun. But then I was noticing a lot more people on TV and stuff have minis, which I was a little bit surprised. Because I saw there was a, a segment on YouTube, I believe. I don't remember actually which show it was on YouTube. But uh, that Tony Hawk. Yeah, Tony Hawk. <laughs> the last couple times I said Tony Hawk, I um, was worried that I said Tony Stark. But like, I wanted to be sure that I had the right the right direction. But yeah, Tony Hawk, he did his 900 on a skateboard again because he's like 45 or something now. I, I actually watched that video. But he, yeah, he so that was pretty good. Where he was like, you know, I'm gonna do it again. I'm pretty sure I can do it. And so it was like him like trying. He had to try maybe like 10, probably like an hour to to do the move because it was pretty hard even in the time. And uh. He was saying how, like, you know, his son, who was a little kid, was there when he did it the first time, and, like, it's totally, like, a signature move. And, like, now it's, like, his last time, and his son's still there and stuff. But anyways, he totally rolled up in a Mini Cooper, I noticed. I wouldn't have noticed hey. that if I hadn't been looking at them. But so, Tony Hawk's got a Mini. I mean, it's kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> I So is there a... I only watched, like, maybe him attempt it, like, 15 times and then doing it. You're saying there's a longer video than that one? Yeah. Oh, oh you didn't okay. see it? So they, like... It was just, like, a thing of, like... Watch the rest when he actually does it. 
Oh, see, I saw him just do the rest where he made it, I guess. He wait, he where he made it? I mean it wasn't yeah. long, it was only like five minutes. I think I watched the whole video, but I guess that maybe I wasn't paying attention with the sound. You know how Facebook plays the videos without the sound? Oh, is it on Facebook? Yeah. yeah some, so you watched the whole video without pressing the thing and listen to the sound? No, I did it like maybe two minutes in. Oh yeah. That's pretty long. I don't think I sat on the Facebook video for two minutes without pressing the sound thing before. Or I like didn't have headphones in or something. Like I don't know. But um yeah, that's it's pretty impressive that he did it. I couldn't even do a one a one hundred or a one eighty, <laughs> let alone. I can't even just go back and forth on a half pipe. Yeah, no way. I think I've tried. It's like pretty hard. It is pretty hard. He I mean, he legitimized the sport in some ways. I know, he totally did. I think I used to play that video game all the time, the Tony Hawk video game. I played it on oh. Dreamcast. Or I if you love... had it on computer, you could do like the um if you went to a pool, you could do the infinite grind and like the points just kept uh kept doubling. We'd leave it like overnight. That's funny. That's funny. Because like with the, the round pool, you could you could get the right speed where it would just keep grinding. If you I used to play it. it on I played that on GameCube. I played that on Dreamcast. I played it on like PlayStation uh maybe not PlayStation 2. That was a good game. That was a really fun multiplayer game. Yeah, I really enjoy that game a lot. Um, they're, apparently, they may be making a new one. Like a Tony Hawk, or are they going to have it be something else? No, Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That's cool. Yeah, I, I did like that game. Apparently, there was a more hardcore skateboarding game called Skate. Skate? Like, yeah, so it was it was a lot it wasn't like as easy to, it wasn't as arcadey. It was a little more simulator and it was kind of difficult to, to, to pull off the moves and stuff. But was it uh Um was it Tony Hawk? No. It was just called Skate. So I mean, but it like didn't have anything to do with Tony Hawk. Nothing to do with Tony Hawk. Hmm. At all. Interesting. It's kinda like the um the Saints Row to GTA. Kind of, yeah. But those are both very similar. This game was like, it would be more like, uh, you know, oh, uh, let's see. Ninja, oh no, Ninja, because Ninja Gator was kind of hard. But like a hack and slash shooter, kind of like a hack and slash game, side scroller, versus like Final Fantasy Tactics or something, where you like have to, there's a little bit more strategy. Or no, Dark Souls might be a better example. So wait, which one was Tony Hawk? Tony Hawk was the easier one. Oh yeah. Wait, the, out of your that's the Final Fantasy is the easier one? No, I changed my mind. I it was a terrible analogy. I should have came prepared, but <laughs> okay, no, I was just trying you, to You ever played Dark Souls? You ever played Dark Souls? No. It's really freaking hard and you have to like master all of the controls and stuff. Was it like a fighting game? Oh, here's a good example. Um a uh they to- hey. uh like a, a racing game that's like very arcadey. Project Gotham Racing versus Gran Turismo. So wait, which one's harder? Gran Turismo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I was pretty into Gran Turismo on PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. The original? Yeah. That was a good game. It was a good game. It was tough, too. It was tough. But um, So um, I got some fly fishing gear pressure oh. this week. Forgot yeah. about your fly fishing gear. That's nice. I know you came with me. I was I was pretty pumped. 
Um, you were extremely pumped about five. I got a, I got a uh, like a gift card a for. You did learn a lot. You came with me. You were a good sport coming with me. Um, he he he. Um, the I just talked to some guy. He kind of like gave me some basics. But the best part was when he took me into the parking lot in downtown Bellevue, and had me like testing the 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 technique in the parking lot yeah, with you were, cars. Like, and then yeah, there's a bunch of cars coming up and stuff. I know. It was freaking amazing. It was like in Wayne's World when they're playing hockey in the street. And they're like, car, game yeah. off. Like, car. Game on. <laughs> but that was fun. Ca- flipping the, the little fly. Actually, it was yarn. They didn't even have a fly. They had some yarn on it. So I got to get better because I got to do fly. I got to do some fly fishing, you know? It's pretty exciting. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know it was all about the line, but I guess that makes sense. It's about the line and the that's what the line is essentially the weight of the, the, the rod itself. So the, the, when they say you have an eight weight rod, that means you have an eight weight line. So like yeah, the bigger the, that, um, I totally thought you could fly fish with just like a regular one. Cause it has the weight on it, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I was see reading people do that with regular lines though, where they just what? cast out. Well, you could cast up, but you don't, you're not going to do what that, that is, that's doing. It's a different, it's sort of like a different technique. Huh. Um, yeah, because the weight, so the weights on like regular gear, like, you know, traditional fishing gear is, um, you're casting, you're doing similar stuff, but you're not, you're, you're kind of reeling in, in this case, you're not reeling in, you're just kind of getting your line out there and then you're just kind of whipping back and forth, you know? Yeah. So you, you don't ever have to reel in until you catch a fish. I doubt even when I eventually do get to do try this technique, I doubt I'll ever catch a fish. I won't do it enough to ever catch a fish. So I'm but sure that you're probably going to catch a fish the first time and you're going to be so pumped. Like that needs to be a video like, Oh, Oh, I just, Oh, 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 I got a fish. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so and then I, and then I lose it because it just like spits the, bu- the bug out. But then it would be um, like the close-up of you talking to the camera. I just had this is my first time fly fishing, and I just I just got that. Did you see I got that fish? <laughs> I'll maybe try to do a video if I for for a future episode of Fresher and Parlands. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I was pretty excited about that. I'm looking forward to trying it out. Maybe I'll have a chance to do it sometime this weekend. You know, with the long weekend and all, but we'll see. Um, so the weirdest thing happened today. I we came home. Uh, I came home from work and there was a box on my front porch. Yeah. And um, I we opened the box up and it just had some bug spray in it. And it was from Amazon and it was addressed to me. And uh, I, I at first I thought maybe I like butt shopped or something, you know, because sometimes you have your phone or whatever. Like, oh, maybe I just... <laughs> have you ever done shopped. that? Well, no one, neither myself or my wife had ordered the bug spray. Yeah. So, so I was thinking like, maybe I accidentally did it. Who knows? I, you know, I have, you know, I have my little Kindle thing, maybe shopping set up. Yeah. We have single click shopping. I'm like, maybe I butt shopped. And, uh, so I went into both my account and, uh, my wife's account, no butt shopping, no shopping. Uh, so I have Alexa, you can get on Alexa really easy too. Yeah, but that would have been associated with like, I went in and looked at the orders, you know, all of our order histories and it wasn't on yeah. there. So I have bug spray now. Like this bug spray came from Amazon. It didn't have any like receipt in it. It didn't have anything in it. So you have no idea? But it's definitely I, your address. It's a, my address and my name is on it. 
This was like parlance on there. That's crazy. So I texted my mother because my mother is prone to just send me things out of the blue that I didn't ask for. <laughs> yeah. But this this would be like a new like curiosity, honestly. Like there's absolutely no like it's not like I was inquiring about bug spray. There's no reason why I would be like <laughs> Like, I honestly thought, like, did I mention something on the show about bug spray? Because I certainly didn't talk to my mother about bug spray. So why do I have bug spray? So <laughs> what am I going to do not... with this bug spray? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, it's weird. I'm, like, confused. So I have to get to the bottom of this. If So if you're listening to this and you sent me bug spray, let me know why you did that. Yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah, no receipt or anything. Yeah, don't they normally put like a receipt in there if you want to return? I've it or noticed something? that they don't. I mean, like I was kind of surprised when I like they don't have receipts at all anymore. But sometimes they do, but usually they don't. It's so weird. It's just no receipt. It's just really weird. Anyway, so um, I saw this interesting story this week um, about one of the. You know, we have a bunch of gaming stuff here, and I don't game as much as I used to, but. So, but you're aware of the 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 uh, the, the video game company Valve. They yeah, own, they yeah. own Steam or whatever. They have all they the have... Steam, Steam and yeah. everything. So apparently, Valve is getting sued as allegedly for their role in gambling in video games. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait, I didn't even think they did the gambling that much. Well, this is what I don't understand. So I was reading the story here, and I guess Counter Strike um, Go or Global Offensive CS Go. Yeah. Um, has been gambling on the, uh, what they call skin matches. Yeah. So apparently skins are effectively like, um, I'm guessing when I hear skins, it's it's just like something you put on your weapon, right? Yeah. Like a skin. And it's it says here, um, this guy's been playing skins matches for since 2014. It says... Uh, yeah. The suit comes two months after Bloomberg published an investigation into the rise of so-called "quote skins" gambling on an increasingly prominent part of the professional video of professional video gaming. Though it's poorly understood by people outside the gaming world, bettors will wager some seven point four billion dollars this year, according to a recent estimate from Ilar and Kreischek Gaming what? and Maris Advisors. Of yeah, of well, I you know they're saying skins is part of this, but it says like. It says, they do so and skirt existing gambling laws by betting with virtual good decorative weapons called skins that they could earn by playing CSGO or can buy directly from Valve. The company allows those goods to serve as chips on independent websites that take bets on the outcome of professional video game matches or that run various casino-style games. Isn't that really similar to how World of Warcraft does it, though? I mean, having the secondary market? It sounds like it. It just sounds like players can redeem their winnings for cash through other independent websites. While Valve doesn't facilitate that exchange itself, it has been criticized for turning a blind eye to those that do. So it sounds like... uh, Did this guy lose or did he just not like it? So apparently he lost. That's what I'm guessing. He's a sore loser. But it says here, according to the complaint, Valve provided money, tactile support, and advice to such websites as CS... Geo Lounge, so CSGO Lounge and Diamonds, which take bets and OP skins, which runs in market where virtual goods are traded and can be redeemed for cash. 
So it says here, other video game companies have taken steps to avoid this trade. And Chris Grove, the author of the Eilers and Crycheck reports, says Valve could do the same. The company hasn't responded for a while. Honestly, like, they're not doing it. They're just not not doing it. You know what I'm saying? They're not, yeah, not stopping. I know, it. yeah. It seems like this guy is, I mean, I guess it had to come up, but this jerk has to just, like, push it. It's weird. It would be, it's kind of, like, I guess it's to me what's what's crazy i think if it wasn't if there wasn't the ability to buy the skins in the game yeah like you had to earn them i guess i don't really know fully i've never played counter-strike go but i'm guessing even when they say you can buy it it's like you're buying for a chance to get a good one it's my guess it's not like you're actually buying a skin because i don't think any game allows you to buy something specifically or if they do it's like a low level one Usually it's like you have to buy like a high like tier thing. You have thing. to win. Otherwise, like people just like buy all the stuff. I mean, that's like the microtransaction thing where they have the two currencies or whatever. Yeah, pay to win or whatever. But like, I think in this case, I bet you it's like they let you buy a like a box, if you will, like that you could open. And then you have random, like it's a random thing that could come from that box. And some of it is really rare and some of it's like normal gear. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. And the ones that are really rare have a higher value. And then you could go play that in a skins game and bet it in that skins game against an equal or greater skin, right? And then you could go to some place and trade those in for cash. But I don't understand why that's any different. I'm pretty sure you're right. World of Warcraft, I think, had secondary markets for a lot of stuff. Yeah, so that was sec- like the main, like people, people started companies mining gold. Yeah. I mean, it seems different, but also the same. I guess at that point, it's not gambling. Maybe it's just that it's the person versus person aspect of it. Because in World of Warcraft, you always fight together. I feel like in person versus person, that's even less of... It's not gambling, it's skill. You know what I'm saying? That's like, you have to be good I mean, to win. Well, if you went that far, then you could say, like, cards and stuff wasn't gambling either. No, because cards is a game of chance. This is pure skill. No, I mean, like, that's what you... they, they do. That's why they have so many card places, like for Blackjack and, like, other things, is because those are considered games of skill. Uh, but there's still a house edge, you know? Like, and craps. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of like, I'm not really, I'm not too hyper on this one. I think this guy might be just kind of ruined for everybody, you know? He definitely is, because he's a jerk. What's his name? Because I want to call know. him out as a jerk. I'm looking it up I, again. It's Heather, don't, right? I Michael don't John Mc, McLeod? What a jerk. From Connecticut? Yeah. Ugh, typical. Jeez. <laughs> I don't know anything about Connecticut. Uh, I know that it's north of New York. That's what I know. So uh, in other news this week, uh, this one's kind of interesting because it'll be, this will be, so um, California this November is going to have the, uh, they're going to get it on the ballot to legalize marijuana. I'm pretty sure it's going to pass. Yeah, it seems like because um, of all of the presidents of everything else doing it, it's just going to be like a slow roll of other places legalizing it. That's like pretty but, much the whole West Coast. It is the entire West Coast. That's what I was going to get at. The uh, If California goes, which you would think California would have went first, but we actually went first in, in here in Washington. But um, yeah, way if, we, if we go, because uh, Oregon did it, uh, Alaska did it, and now California has done it, that would be the entire West Coast of the United States would have legalized marijuana. That's pretty crazy to think that. About that is pretty crazy. It didn't so take. Right, at, it took like two, three years or something. I wonder. What, yeah, that's like a, once California does it too. That's like a considerable chunk of the population of the United States. 
That's got to be it like is. probably a third or something. So I just wanted to kind of read some of the legislation because, you know, every state has some different rules on it. But a couple of things I thought were, I found were funny. The initiative is promoted by a well-funded and politically connected coalition spearheaded by former Facebook president Sean Parker. That's really? funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the law itself um, is this. Uh, it allows people 21 and older to buy an ounce of marijuana and marijuana-infused products at licensed retail outlets and also grow up to six plants for personal recreation use. That's pretty crazy too. Well, that is, that's way more liberal than the one we have. That's super liberal. Um, smoking weed would remain off limits in places where tobacco use is um, already permitted, prohibited, including restaurants, bars, and other enclosed public places. Sales of both recreational pot and medical marijuana initially would be subject to a 50% excise tax. Cities and counties retain the right to prohibit pot-related businesses and to impose their own fees and taxes. That's also different. Um, there's, see, and it seems like you could do it anywhere you can smoke because now in uh, Washington, you can't do it in public places. Well, it was always that, right? You, I mean, it's the same, it's the same here. It's like if you can't no, smoke here cigarettes, it's the same as drinking, it sounds oh, like California right. is the same as smoking. Oh, good point. I didn't even think that. It doesn't even so like, say that like on here, here. Like, you can't just like smoke out on the street, that's still illegal. You have to, you have to do it in your own private place but it sounds like yeah. this rule is like just like smoking so you can literally do it anywhere you can like smoke a cigarette excellent point i didn't even think of that so anyway i bet you it passes that's my guess is that it'll pass and then the west coast I think that will was indeed... definitely the most liberal one because i don't think and i think even in colorado it's like less plants that you can have i think yeah yeah i think we might be the only state that doesn't have that plant thing yeah and I think it's like just so they can have more money by like restricting the amount that yeah, just control get. it. It makes sense. It just makes sense to control it. I mean, eventually you could you know maybe liberalize it a little bit, but wh- you know why not just start really strict and then and then work your way out? I think they did it. I, I'm not complaining. I don't complain. Yeah. to them. It's I think it's crazy terrible. that it's legal at all at this point. I mean, exactly. That's just crazy. Um, but that is cool. It's uh, yeah, it's totally fascinating. Um, so also this week, I, you know, I, this is like I think a lot of it's a touchy subject for a lot of people, but I did, I did want to touch upon it because I I found some some interesting facts about this story uh, outside of just like the actual ruling. But so you know, the Supreme Sco- Court is at eight, right? You know, because we're missing a ninth justice. So oh yeah, last, and so it's like there's ties. Yeah, so there was a tie last week as it related to. Um, President Obama's immigration policy. So there was a 4-4 tie. So it got sent down to the, the next level and it kind of like messed up his rule, his uh, yeah. abortion. Yeah. But this week there was a Texas... So there's been this Texas law that was sort of kind of restricting the rights of abortion for a lot of people with all these like crazy... Um, yeah, they just try to hide it and stuff and make it sound like it's like, you know, not safe or whatever. Right. So they did a lot of stuff and the Supreme Court actually came in favor of like shooting down the law. So they they struck down the Texas law five to three, which is a big blow to kind of like uh, pro uh, life kind of people, because there was like I think there was something like 10 states or so that were um, um, doing similar they legis- were gonna, like appeal it or like have any. Uh- they weren't going to look at that anymore. Like they decided 
they yeah i don't know how to put that well essentially this just screws like the the conservative pro-life people because this is it like this is probably the biggest abortion decision since the 90s i guess um, and it pretty pretty much crushes all of these other states that were doing the same thing. So once that now the Supreme Court has ruled on it, all these other states that are trying to do the same thing have kind yeah. of let, are kind of screwed. Which I think you know, uh, as a I'm a pro-choicer, you know, sorry if you're pro-life, but I I respect your opinion. <laughs> that's that's very uh, kind of you to be so sensitive. But, but yeah. I mean, because you know, the thing is, is like it's kind of like one of these things where like. I could see your point, you know, like I could get like kind of why you feel that way, but like, I just personally don't feel that way. So, I mean, I, for all of the, I mean, I could, I could see that for all the things that are ridiculous. But I guess, I guess, I guess, well, I don't, this is my point. I don't actually think this one is sort of ridiculous. Like I could kind of understand this position more than I can with other issues. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, I'm more empathetic or sympathetic to this right uh, to this case and and to what these people are feeling, but again, I don't really fully care that much about it. Like I care, yeah. but I'm I not. Mean, like... I think personally that the abortion stuff is more important than most of the other like religious controversial things because it actually affects like it has a way wider effect on just society because like having a bunch of unwanted born kids is like way harder than like most of the other like controversial rights things like it's just it's like tr- a direct effect and like changes the quality of life and like for everybody it's like i feel like it's similar to the vaccination it's so it's so um well anyway i i look i'm not going to disagree with you yeah, i think we no, both we're not, we're i don't get I, an abortion I, yeah, like I'm not trying to. That, my point was not actually to get into an abortion debate. My actual reason. <laughs> I know. You know I pulled you in. I pulled you in. I know. The reason why I wanted to bring it up is because I actually didn't know how abortion became legal in the United States. And was it ever? I, I mean, I thought it was only made illegal. It was illegal, and then there was it. Well, I guess what happened was is that it was it was not necessarily illegal so much it was difficult to get done, sort of. And there may have been some illegalities to it, but here's what I was getting at: is that it was brought to light because of two things: one, German measles, and two, thalidomide. So I don't know if you know anything about these, but if you I don't get know if you those things. So apparently, if you were if you were pregnant and got German measles, measles, you had a chance of your baby coming out with like some serious birth defects. Yeah. And then there was, and then thalidomide, which like this is even crazier, which was given as a like kind of like a a drug to kind of cure morning sickness and stuff, actually caused babies to have like like severe birth defects, like no arms and legs and stuff oh, like really? that. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. So what because of those two things, okay. That's what started people wanting to have abortions because they didn't know what was happening at the time. And then when they were told, like, there's a 10% chance your baby could be born with severe birth defects. Yeah. And many people didn't want that. They're like, I don't want a baby with a 10% chance of birth defects. And it took it away from, because originally birth, uh, you know, abortions, and I feel like this still, this might still be the case, is like, they think it's for women who are maybe a bit more loose or unsavory. There was some racist stuff in there. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. more for, 
you know, they like, I you mean, know, they white definitely women. like do it that way. Right. So, but this was like the, the way it's pushed over is that these suburban moms who were just exposed to thalidomide or German measles or whatever, all of a sudden were like, no, they, they would go to the doctor and they're like, there's a 10% chance your baby. And they're like, I don't want that. That's I want an abortion. Cause 10% is too high because they had no way of testing for it or anything. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, I want, a, I want an abortion. And then doctors were saying, well, in my mind, 90% is still a good chance. Like, that's, I'm not going to perform the abortion because I feel that it's unethical based off of whatever, religion or whatever. And yeah. people were like, fuck that. Like, I don't want to deal with that. I want an abortion. I think 10% is too high. And so that was a lot of the cases. And, and so public sentiment went from no positive favorability to like stories in like whatever, I don't know, Time Mag, no, like Life Magazine. And then in like five years or like three years, like 63 to like 68 or whatever, um, public opinion had like flipped because of some of the stories that were coming out there about women who were trying to get abortions, just normal, again, white suburban people who were trying to get abortions um, uh, were... We're, able, we're having difficulty getting them in some cases. You know what I'm saying? And it became yeah. almost a situation where, like, if you were un- wealthy enough, you could go to a place to get it done. But if you weren't wealthy enough or didn't have the connections, you couldn't get it done. So there became yeah. this, like, weird kind of ruling where it was, like, it was discriminate. It was not only discriminatory, but it was also there was, like, some, like, practices wouldn't do it because they just didn't, they just... So that's what the whole situation happened was, and that's kind of what happened in this Texas ruling where like they created all of these, like not illegally making abortion illegal. They just sort of narrowing the ways in which one could get an abortion. Like, Oh, well it has to be within X amount of, you know, distance to a hospital or, Oh, it has to have admitting privileges or, yeah, Oh, the, yeah. ceiling, the ceiling has to be this high. And the, but the, they were um, saying, I mean, they were saying from what I had read about it, that this included the day after pill. And they said that most of their visits would be just having a pill and there was no need to have a hospital nearby. Like most of them weren't even surgical procedures. So yeah, I, I hadn't read that. I had only read a little bit about the Texas stuff and I had seen a lot of stories. Of, yeah, so yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just talking about the facilities. And they, it's, they essentially narrowed it so much through like regulation that that it was essentially narrowing the right for a person to get an abortion. And they just fucking said, fuck you. The Supreme Court is like, you're wrong. And I think this is like, I think this is positive, obviously for um, abortion. I think this will be the biggest case for abortion for probably, it might be for the rest of our lives, honestly, um, fresh. Yeah. Like this could be it. Like, um, so a win is a win, I guess. But the reason why I brought this up, there you go. You just brought it up because that's where I was heading because the reason why I think this is important is so there is a bunch of countries that are very religious in South America. Yeah, that I know. Are right? Actually, right now in the crosshairs of, of this Zika problem. And it's now determined 100% that micro celeph- I can't even say it, but the disease that you get, the micro and celephithy. small heads or whatever. The small brains. It's like normal size head, but small brains or whatever. I thought I it was their whole head. Maybe it is like I don't know. Maybe it's their whole head, but I guess my point is is that now, um, in these very like, think about America in 1960, very conservative kind of like, yeah. yeah. And, but now they have these things like, it's like a it was, bad disease, and they don't even have like good ways to tell. And it's yeah, it's a pretty crazy disease, and it doesn't even seem like it has symptoms. Right. Exactly. So 
What I'm saying is that there's a very real possibility that what happened to the United States in the 1960s, where like sentiment went from against to pro in like a three-year span, might happen in Brazil and Argentina and Chile, where abortion is illegal because yeah. of Zika. Because Speaking again, it's of, like uh, Brazil too. Like I heard, there's a bunch of stuff for the Olympics because uh, because of like Zika scare. Because that's oh, in I, Rio. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things going on right now in. Yeah, but in, I mean, I guess a bunch of um, athletes said they weren't going to come. Like, um, like uh, particularly, I was reading that this is like one of the first, maybe second Olympics where they have golf because they brought golf back. But they were like a whole bunch of like famous golf people said they're just not going to go because they don't want to risk from like, I mean, I think there's other problems too for like safety, but they didn't like want to have the chance of having uh, birth defects for their kids in the future. I mean, here's like kind of the people I know there's like a, a bicyclist, I think um, Rory McElroy, which is one of the world's most popular golfers. He backed out. Oh, I heard um, some people like a, uh, did um like sperm like samples or whatever they like save their seed and so in case it happens they can use their their backup that's funny yeah <laughs> and i know uh like i think savannah guthrie or whoever the nbc correspondent or whatever she's backed out because she's pregnant so she like yeah. stepped away yeah so like i mean that's what's crazy they don't really even have a way to this so anyway it's it's fast oh i heard this morning i was watching the news before i came into work and uh, where they're doing the beach volleyball tournaments. Oh, yeah. A, like a, a dead body floated up on the shore. It was body parts. It was like oh, a foot and some like a hand and whatever. I saw that too. And also, I guess that's like normal. But now it's just like there's talking about it more. Like it sounds like I was reading. I watched a couple of things about uh, Rio in general. And um, it sounds like like pretty like horrible i mean like it sounds like maybe cool but just really poorly managed i guess like the police there are striking and it's one of the places with the most violent crime in the world and so like basically there's no police and there's going to be all of these foreigners coming in and like the police are like uh they were picketing like and like trying to get they don't have enough money for like toilet paper and pens and like general supplies like the police and the fire I, department, like major like things, like they there was a paint spray painted on a um on a freeway. There was some graffiti that just said like "Welcome to Rio." There's no uh, like all the hospitals like are closed or something like that. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it sounds like they made a poor decision to do the Olympics here. I know, and they're like super behind on all the construction too. I guess. I mean, oh. but they showed they showed the the beach in which the they were doing the beach volleyball. Like the it wasn't built yet. Like it wasn't yeah, even and close it, like, to covered finish. with garbage too. There was like a couch on it. Oh yeah, the, the, and like I think no, it was the John Oliver that, he was saying couch. like at least if they don't finish the rooms, like they'll have somewhere to stay on the couch just, on the beach. I was just thinking like that that couch is actually a VIP section right there. That's <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I guess like the. The four construction companies who were like building all the stuff, they're all under um, investigation for like embezzlement or you know like fraud or whatever. And so like none of the construction's happening right now. And I guess like some of them have already gone to jail for stuff. Like since they started doing Olympics things, 
It's I like, don't know. If, I don't know if it's gonna happen. What if it just doesn't happen? It's kind of funny. I I don't I don't. It's just like I kind of want, can't wait to see it. It's gonna be pretty exciting. July and August, man. It's gonna be is that convention. It is? It's I believe it's just the end of July, beginning of August. It's because it's it's like uh, in a like month. A, like, in a month. like a month. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. How could they even? I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. I got the hat though, so I'm excited about yeah. that. It's you know like the marathon events are not going to be races uh, to like you know it's not going to be a normal marathon race. It's just going to be running from angry mobs and criminals. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, if I was an athlete, I wouldn't go. I I I probably wouldn't go. I don't know. I don't know. Like it depends. Like if you're Michael Phelps and you're just in a pool, like I don't know. Maybe I don't know just so, but it's just uh, like I feel like. If I was an athlete, I would... Well, I guess the Olympic athletes aren't supposed to be super professional, but, like, um... They can be like now. I would be more concerned for my safety. Like, me, as a normal person, like, yeah, I'm concerned for my safety, but, like, I don't have that much. I mean, like, I'm not that valuable. Like, it's not like I have some sort of special skill that's, like, people all over the world... Like, you know, you're not competing at world class. I feel like I would value... More if I was like a world class. I'm not putting myself down or anything, but but I'm just saying like, if that was the case, I would be more cautious about that kind of thing. Let's just be clear. You're a world class YouTube star, my friend. Ooh. I mean, let, let's be clear. We were. I was sitting in your apartment or whatever. Not your apartment. I was sitting in your living room, and someone burst through the door and said, "Parlands." Yeah, I never met this man. You from down the street. I never even met that guy before, and he knew me by my first name, Parlance. <laughs> I, I think good. I actually got it. It was funny because I think like two to three people were just like, oh, well, I, I recognized you from the show, but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> oh, and you met Graham, who was, uh, he made our song that we haven't been able to play <laughs> the last few times. That's true. Yeah, I, wanna, I need to hang out more with Graham. So Graham, if you're listening, we're going to hang out, okay, buddy? So um, pretty awesome. We just made uh, another beer this weekend as well, me and Graham. Uh, we made a, I don't even remember what kind it was, but it's a brewing in a bucket right over there. I liked Graham's shirt. It was some sort of like Hawaiian style, like button down. It was definitely very, it was very, it was loud, loud, loud like my <laughs> yeah, voice. Loud shirt. loud shirt, Graham. But I liked it. I'm just going to say, I just liked it. I, you know, I realized after the party was over that I have this like Sri Lankan shirt that's like crazy black and white with like elephants on it. And then I have this like... Um, have you worn this, it? I don't think I've seen that. I've never worn it to work, but I, it's definitely like one of those shirts that you kind of kind of wear every once in a while. And then I have that, the, the sar- like a sarong type thing. It's like a, like a, a man skirt <laughs> that matches the, the, the top shirt. What? You know what I'm saying? Why don't you wear the whole thing to work? That would be super weird. Um, <laughs> super weird. Um, but anyway, yeah, I bought a yeah. I think it's a sarong they call, it, but it's like it's a giant hoop, like a what is it? It's like a big cylinder of fabric that's printed with like a elephant and like some animals on it, and you put it on like a skirt, and then you you take it, you cinch it up, and like fold it in on itself, like you fold it in, so then. Like they have like, I'm kind of fat. So like it doesn't fit me perfectly, but if it, it fits me well enough to, to hold it up. But yeah, everyone in Sri Lanka wears them. So it's like, it's cause it's so hot there. 
Yeah. But it's just like, it's just easy breezy, if you will. Um, oh, nice. But I've never worn it. I've never worn it outside of like trying it on at the store. <laughs> you can wear it to sleep in. I know. I know. Um, so we're about to run out of time here, but I, I wanted to, uh, you know, since it is July 4th weekend. I know. Both fresh and I. I was going to have it. Yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say, hey, Parlance. Yeah. You know what's coming up? Fourth of July. Really? <laughs> okay, now continue. <laughs> so, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that because we went to go see Independence Day Resurgence on, was that Tuesday night? I don't even remember. Uh, Tuesday night. It's earlier this week. I think that was oh, yesterday. Actually, yesterday. Boy. Um, <laughs> and oh boy. Whew. That movie. So, that movie. Fresher. What were your thoughts? So I enjoyed it. It wasn't a good movie, but my main takeaway that I thought I'd mention was that I definitely enjoyed it more than Captain America Civil War. Or whatever it's called. Is Is that the name of it? That is that is a crazy statement. Yeah. That is a crazy, crazy I like I don't know about objective quality of movie, and but like for my personal enjoyment, I liked uh, Independence Day way better. And what were the things you liked more about Independence Day? Uh, it was entertaining. Like I feel like it was. I read some reviews too, and like it was saying how it was. Like there wasn't any like tension from the um, people. Like the so basically, this is this is my summary that I was going to say for the differences. And like why I think that I like uh, Independence Day better is because I like the Independence Day world. Like, the, yeah, the all of the like logic and like how things worked and which things they paid attention to were like didn't really make sense. But I like the like the post first one where they use alien technology and just like the general like world of stuff like outside of the story. Whereas I like I like world things. In movies, but on Captain America, it was not like the world was just okay. It, I thought it was like kind of dumb because it's like normal world except for people are just dumb. It was all about the characters, so like it's all about like character development and like these specific. It's about the people, and Independence Day was not about the people. I mean, it was, but like not really. It was more about like the scene or like the time or whatever. And I appreciate that more because that's what I pay attention to. Whereas the characters, I think, are really boring, and it was not cool. <laughs> so, so that's yeah. um, world versus characters. Let me see if I could. Let me see if I could. Uh, let me see if I could do something for you. Good morning. Good morning. And less than an hour, aircraft will hear. Will join others from around the world. And you will, you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind that sh- would, should, were, uh, mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom, not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. 
We are fighting for our right to live, to exist, and should we win this day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as American holiday, but as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We are going to live on. We are going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. It's <laughs> pretty good. They were saying also that like people love that speech. And um, so they put three speeches in the new movie, and they were all mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> they were all mediocre. And they not only like, that, they tried to do like they just tried to go like bigger with everything from because it was exactly the same as the first movie. I mean, they didn't do anything different. It was just a bunch of fighting. Like, like there was no story difference. But like, the only thing was like they tried to do everything bigger because like they have the alien technology and stuff. But like, they didn't do a good job with like the actual like personal stuff like of pulling people into like caring about the people it's like what i was saying like but i didn't care about that because i thought the world was pretty entertaining i will say like so for those i'm going to spoil some stuff here i don't think people care but i'll just say yeah. spoiler alert what he, what fresher is saying here is the movie starts it's 20 years after the the first like in real time so like that was 1996 now it's 2016 and they've utilized the alien technology to better their world. But there's been, there's been no military conflicts in the world. The world is united. They have all sort of advanced technology. They have moon bases and, and on Saturn and on our moon. By the way, did you find it weird that they had a defense on the moon of Saturn before they had a defense on Earth moon? Oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, so... Um, I mean, just, there were so many like things that just didn't make sense like in the order that they did it. It was pretty much just... Like it wasn't like it wasn't didn't even have the illusion of like uh like tight like logical stream like it wasn't it didn't matter it was just about like the visuals and like the fighting stuff and whatever i by the way, so they totally set this up for a sequel, yeah, like yeah, a complete sequel, and the sequel will be nothing, nothing <laughs> like any of the other movies if that's what in fact they're going to do i don't know if they're going to yeah, do I it mean, it's basically they just want to extend the world like i was saying yeah so i think i actually think that this is the stinker of the movie i think that if they do a sequel that's going to be the good movie <laughs> it could be yeah because then it could just turn into a star trek type situation because star trek's totally a world thing too that's why they have all the different um, yeah, the Federation of Planets and all that shit. They effectively just said there's a federation. This is what Independence Day said at the end. There's a federation of planets, and you, we want you to lead this federation, which is effectively Star Trek. Yeah, I know. It totally is. The Resistance. Um, by the way, that was a huge spoiler. Huge yeah, spoiler. I mean, it doesn't... Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares. Like, that's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The story doesn't, doesn't matter at all in this movie. And the, the, you know, they had like probably, so they had a character that looked exactly like John Oliver, but was American. And he, <laughs> that guy that was the worst. That was just annoying was, that they put him in. He had he no was point. The, he was the worst character in the movie. He the was worst. just annoying. He was like supposed to be like the comic fallback, but like the annoying guy. Because they didn't need another comic fallback because they already had the comic fallback with the guy who was the co-pilot on the moon right at the start of the movie. I know. Yeah. They they just everything was sort of wrong about this movie. Like yeah, everything was all just the personal, a like all the stuff having to do with like the personal stories was dumb. It was just John, it was the father, you know, um the side the main scientist played by Jeff Goldblum, his father, Judd Hirsch, 
Yeah. Like that character, the 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 Grant, the father or whatever, the Judd Hirsch character was terrible. That all I know, of those. Yeah. I mean, all were, of the things that everyone did was dumb and like super cheesy. But like, like he was in. It took him like I don't know ten hours to drive from like Man like Queens, New York to uh, Area Fifty One or something. Like that made no know, sense. Yeah. To me. What? I, I, yeah. Long story short, folks, you do not need to see this movie. But if you do choose to see it, wait to see it on video. Or better yet, if you have premium cable, wait till it hits there. It seemed it did seem like a made-for-TV movie. So I think we should probably give this a review since we both saw it together. What do yeah. you think? I give it a three point five. What did you give? Um, what did you give? Two. Civil War. Two. Whoa, that's ridiculous. I can't believe you gave Civil War 2. I mean, I okay. just didn't like it at all. Like, it wasn't... I wanted to leave. Like, I was falling asleep and it was boring. Like, okay, I, I'm gonna... like I actively didn't like it. It just wasn't like, oh, I guess I could take it or leave it. Like, I just didn't like it at all. I'm going to give this one a four. Just a four. Just a four. That's I was cool. Gonna st- I was going to step it up, but I'm giving it a four. Because I think... I think a three and a half is like it's it's approaching that, but like there was I mean, it still was a movie. Like I think like we've seen so many bad movies with the roulette and stuff. So like I think it's it's hard for me to go below like a four on I mean I like most of the review roulette ones better. I mean there are plenty that are better, but that there's some that were way worse, like that slumber party one. (laughs) I think that that goes down as like one of the worst ones, but it was so bad. I mean, like literally, I've never seen a movie that bad. <laughs> like, everything about it, it was ridiculous. Right? I kind of think you, we should watch it again. <laughs> what did you see it? What 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 did you give that movie? I think I gave that a two, also, or maybe a one. Like, so it's impossible. Like, there's no way that that is on the same level as Civil War. Do you get what I'm saying? I mean, like, a, I enjoyed watching that one more than Civil War. That's that's crazy that's i mean crazy like, that's why it's like i'm rating it on my opinion not on like sure there's like probably technical things that they did that are way better like maybe they, they could have spent like uh, like 10 years making that movie with a bunch of details but it wouldn't matter to me because i just didn't like it and every single thing was just a little bit off. Nothing came across as good in this movie. That's all I'll say. Like everything, there was not like, there's not one thing, like even Jeff Goldblum, whose character was the best, like somehow fell in love with the woman at the end. Made no sense. Like it made <laughs> no sense. So yeah. um, anyway, I think that about does it. I don't know, Fresher, did you know we're part of a podcast network? Podcast network. It's true, even though us, Fresher and Parlance, is no, we're not just a podcast since you're watching we're it right now on YouTube. YouTube show. But we are part of a larger network, so why don't you go to the soon-to-be-named network.com and check out such award-winning podcasts as <laughs> Puzzle Warriors 3, After Dark, Longbox Heroes, After Dark, Longbox Heroes, Podvocacy, uh, Prodigal Sons Podcast, which, by the way, I don't know, that thing hasn't been on for like three weeks. I don't know where those guys are. Um... <laughs> Uh, I didn't make it today because I was sleeping. It's true. Profane arguments and uh, prime defective. I think that about does it. So I I got some criticism because I said we are the white we are the white bearded men podcast network. But you don't even have a beard. 
Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes I have facial hair. Right now, I'm I'm squeaky clean. But uh, I was told that we do have a woman on Profame Arguments, so we are a we are a all white men network with one woman. So nice. we're adding diversity to our slowly but surely to our. Uh, I still think white bearded men age 27 to 40 make up the majority of this, uh, this network. <clears throat> well, then so, you're out of the majority too. It's true because I'm 83. Um, and so, <laughs> so anyway, I think that about does it for this week. Do you have anything you would like to add uh, to the, um, Oh, I'm going to send a shout out here. I just celebrated my eighth wedding anniversary with my lovely wife. And I want to say, Hey, honey, thanks for spending these eight great years together. You are the most important person in my life, and thanks for putting up with my shit. Congratulations. Thanks. Anything else you want to add? I think that's about it. How can I top okay. that? I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> You're like, well, well, so funny. I've been married for nine years, and our anniversary <laughs> was yesterday. <laughs> so, All right. Um, that about does it. This is Parlance saying sayonara, muchachos. This is Fresher saying... Later, taters. <laughs>